This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for October 3rd, 2011. Episode 24, No News is Good News. To another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. This week, I am your host, Mistaken, as always. This week. This week. <laughs> this week. I'm joined by my co-host, Sound Defense. Hi, I'm the Sound Defense this week. Can't speak about next week, but... And but... this week we have one Jeffrey Webster from Single White Infidel joining us for the second time. Hello, ladies. Using his indoor voice. Hey, lady! Oh, God. Hi. Yeah. Jeff wants to talk about Limp Bizkit, so... (laughs) Take it away, Jeff. Take it away, Jeff. All right, so Limp Bizkit is a band uh, that were uh, part of the 90s rap rock surge. Indeed. They released an album, $3 Bill Y'all, which had a few hit singles, namely the cover of Fates by George Michael. I'm not reading Wikipedia. <laughs> this is straight from I, his, this is straight from his childhood, bro. Off the top of the dome, I I can do this. Straight yeah, they, from the heart. You cannot deny that the cover of Faith was just like a solid song. <laughs> it is good. It's really good. Okay. I, I wouldn't know. It eclipses the original by far. Oh come on, mm. come on. I mean, all right. Here, here. What would you rather hear? I gotta have faith, faith, faith. <laughs> or, I gotta have faith! <laughs> well, when you put uh, it that I'm gonna way. need more context, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Baby! I don't know, it's a really solid cover. Like, I don't know. No, it like is. If, if you lock me in a room and say I have to listen to one thing for the rest of my life. Just the I'll chorus. myself either way. <laughs> Just the chorus. Just either, You're either stuck with... I gotta have faith, faith, faith. To be I fair, you can probably faith, get other faith, stuff faith, done faith. while the while the original version of Faith is playing. I don't know. Yeah. I think after a while, this either one's just gonna get tuned out. Yeah, it's true. And I I read somewhere that uh, they exposed some lab rats to a bunch of you know heavy metal stuff like that twenty four seven, and they put them in a maze to and see. They started headbanging. Yeah. No. I, hold on. They put they put them in a maze to see how long it would take the rats to complete the maze if they were playing heavy metal 24-7. Eventually, the rats all killed each other. <laughs> Not joking. That's that is pretty awesome. great. You know what that is? That's f***ing metal. That is metal. I have to censor is, that. I'm that idiot. is bleeping metal. <laughs> <laughs> Who edits the show? Oh, wait, I do. Uh, nice work, bro. Last, so, yeah. week, you, last time I was on this podcast, you had to edit me. Now you have to edit yourself. Yeah, now I gotta edit myself. Um, Way to keep it classy. So this is this is totally on topic for Rock Band because Limp Bizkit's coming out with a four pack. Well, I guess Harmonix yes. is coming out with a Limp Bizkit four pack. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Limp Bizkit's evolved all that much because apparently because apparently Limp Bizkit has new music that they need to promote. Yeah, apparently mm-hmm. I had Gold no Cobra idea. Coming to a Rock Band Gold network store near you. I am still really excited about Rearranged though. Number but... one on the mainstream rock, hard rock charts. 
I'm really, really excited. Harmonics. Really, really excited about Rearranged. That bass part is just epic. Yep. Which I'm glad to hear someone's excited about it since that eclipses everyone else saying stuff like, where's Faith and where's Break Stuff? Well, where is Faith and where is Break Stuff? I agree with them. Is where they are. (laughs) I would would agree with that, but Rearranged bass part. I mean, let's be honest. I'm only going to buy that one song from this pack. Obviously. Well, I mean, you might break down and get my way. Probably not. I didn't even like that song when it was when it came out really? when I was still kind of sort of still into like Limp Biscuit. Everyone liked that song when it came then out. Then I just I just admitted that I was into Limp Biscuit at one time. Hell yeah, you were. Everyone was. <sighs> I don't know. I remember that my friends Anyone who they... wasn't was either a fetus <laughs> or is lying to themselves. I had friends who kept trying to get me into Limp Biscuit. They like play me the albums and stuff, and I'm like they're just yelling. It's like I I can't get into this. Dude, and you don't you, get you and can't now get you enough. author metal songs for the Rocket Network. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get enough of the Yeah. Uh, That's a I, really good impression of this yeah. Yeah. Like uh his was better. I'm I'm disappointed that you wouldn't even try. Anyway, if you can't tell, nothing happened this week at all. <laughs> ever. Slow news week. Anything. Rock this band's is dead. The Stop listening to the show. Slow news week. Yeah, a little bit. Um but to fill time. We started that new recent top 10 greatest songs of all time thing. Not really, but top 10 favorites. <laughs> we did, we didn't we? Guest, even though he's a repeat guest. I figured so? he would give us a top 10 of his favorite instruments. So, Jeffrey, why don't you take that away? All right. Um, I actually picked vocals for uh, my instrument. Because um, really? I, I, yeah, I usually end up singing at rock band parties at least a little over half the time because nobody else wants to do it. Oh, that happens to me, too. It's like, I don't know this song, but everyone else wants to play it. Okay, yeah, I better I mean, take the microphone. No, that's that's everybody's deal. It's like, well, I don't know that song. I'm like, uh, you know the words and the pitch tubes are, like, right there. But I don't know the song. I have, like, nearly 700 songs on my rock band console, and at parties, they play, like, 12. They, like, play... Don't Stop Believing. Like, the Weezer songs, just, like, the Weezer catalog, and that's it. Oh, nice. Speaking of Weezer, my number 10 song is If You're Wondering If I Want You To, I Want You To. That's awesome. Nice. I'm appreciating of the segue. I've I've heard like like three seconds of that song once, and it was pretty good. It's solid. It's a solid song. Um, When it it came out uh, on the radio, I was very surprised because like, this doesn't sound like Weezer at all. I'm always a big fan when bands do stuff like that. When they come out with something, you're like, this is, what band is this? Oh, it's this band I already knew. Especially especially uh, yeah. if it's like a single. If they go out and yeah. they actually release that as a single. It's I, know, I thought it, Yeah, it's, it really is. But it's a good song, you know? And it's mm-hmm. really fun to sing, especially when you're in a room full of people. And, like, you just grab the nearest person to you. And you're like, go! Yeah, and then they kind of cringe away and wipe off their face. This is accurate to every experience I've ever had with a rock band night. It's really, I mean, it's just one of those songs where like everybody's just kind of dancing around and you make an idiot out of yourself. That's what vocals is about in rock band. You're not, I mean, who plays vocals for the score? Uh, I have a friend who actually does people. that. Is he is he a groaner? Is does he groan? Um. How do you mean? Uh, like, is, does, does he do like the whole song? Like, I don't believe so. I think he and tries then, like, to sing, and then he like claims that he got a hundred percent on vocals. I'm like, you cheated. Like, you just you just cheated. <laughs> I, I I admit I had to do that for Tangled Up in Blue 
at one point yeah, or another. Was really, honestly, well, that's what he's doing anyway. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. That's actually accurate to what he's singing. I was hanging on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't like singing if I'm not going to enjoy myself. Which is why I love the Beatles rock band, because I will love singing any Beatles song ever. But Sound Defense loves playing drums when he's not enjoying himself. That's <laughs> yeah. well, what I'm getting out of this. Sometimes drums are really fun, but sometimes when you need to put a video up, it's like, I gotta get this FC, then drums become work. And that's, yeah, which is that's why the I point. don't FC anything anymore. <laughs> that's the point where I should just sort of stop and go somewhere else for a bit, and I don't. Right, alright, this... We can't be taking this much time with every single. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just I'm searching for another brilliant segue, and it's just not happening. That's fine. Uh, but I appreciate my, that. My so number nine song. Who do you think you are? So the next song is Sticks. No. <laughs> uh, no. My next song is um, Plush no. by Stone Temple Pilots. Rock That's Band a good choice. Song. Yeah, it's actually a disc song. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's okay. I did some of those too. Yeah, no, I was just um, pointing it out, guys. It's okay. Yeah. God, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a really. That's another really fun song to sing because it's got a. It, it, it seems repetitive at first, and then like you have the extra, like high notes at the end, uh, before like the last. I guess it's a chorus. I don't know. <laughs> you guess it's, it's a chorus. Are you going to pretend I, I, that plush does not have a very obvious chorus? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that chorus. It's the. Uh, it's like the post-chorus. With the with the arpeggiated chords going on behind it, you know. Oh, about. all right, yeah, I know what you mean now. About the dogs defiling her. Yeah, the part. Yeah, I don't pay attention because it's Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're hating on Stone Temple Pilots. You can't. Totally. Be. You're hating on. <laughs> this is like okay, so you're hating on my childhood because it was like grunge and then Limp Bizkit for me. <laughs> I actually really like uh, the choice of Plush because that's a song I will sing for quite a while even if i'm not playing rock band it'll get in my head and then i just gotta sing along because it's a great song have you heard the acoustic version of it ever no i never have you really need to go out and check out the acoustic version of plush because it's it's pretty great is it and it would you say i know i know mistaken has a problem with with plush because he says it drags on too long well it does plush, there's like five choruses at the end of that song the the acoustic version actually cuts one of those off so it oh, sounds like it should have been <laughs> in my opinion and there's there's some soulful going on there too fair enough cool because it's a slow acoustic jam i appreciate soul Speaking of slow acoustic jams, my next song is uh, Friday the 13th assault. by the Riptides. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that was a bad segue. <laughs> that was the best segue I've ever heard. Oh, God. But yeah, it's a, it's a Rock Band Network song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, pretty much my style of music to a T. Just fast skate oriented west coast-ish punk rock you know rock huh? and and the reason it's fun to sing is because like the entire song is just like a big friday the 13th reference that's pretty awesome <laughs> and so like i don't know the, the chorus or the verses are all about like the characters and and them dying <laughs> which and one like big... the f- characters of the first movie yeah or just throughout the series the first movie if if i recall correctly um and then the chorus is is kind of like repetitive, but like it's we are the kids on Friday night. We are the kids on Friday night. We are the kids on Friday night. Not eleven. Not twelve. Thirteen. 
Nice. It's good lyrics. <laughs> it's deep, man. It's deep. Steve. And it's it's kind of got like this weird like Mike Ness from Social Distortion delivery to it, but not as Smash Mouth. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really fun to sing, uh, and it's actually really fun on drums and guitar too. I don't mm. know if and one that people might not uh, get a lot of exposure to since right. it's a network. I mean, crack. this song was like the song where I was like, "Hey, maybe I should go check out the Riptides." <laughs> I'd never heard of them before, and yeah, they're pretty good. So, pro tip to anyone looking for punky style punk 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 songs, <laughs> punky <laughs> mini punk, punk songs, punky McPunkerton. Yeah, uh, Riptides, not Pinkerton, because that would be another Weezer song or Weezer album. <laughs> Weezer album, but I was trying to. I don't have a segue. The next one's "Get Ready to Rock" by Freeze Pop. <laughs> nice. If you like rock, <laughs> then get ready to rock because the next song to do such things. <laughs> uh, it's it's weird that I that I picked the song, but I actually find it really fun to sing, even though it's not a gender match. Right. Um. I don't know. It it reminds me, uh, of another band that I really like that doesn't have any rock band songs called Tubbering. It, it reminds me of like some of their older stuff. Um, especially like the chorus and it's, I don't know, it's just a really fun song to sing. A lot of, uh, it's very simple. It's not even that, it's not even like that hard to sing, but it's not, it's not challenging, but it's just, I mean, when you're, when you're in a room full of people who are rocking, telling them to get ready to rock is a little redundant, but it fits. Yeah, (laughs) it fits very well. Have you heard the non-rock band slash Guitar Hero version before? Yes, yes, I have. Are you not? Are you with it's, the rest of the internet that that one's not as good? It's not as good. It's does first off, it it has it trouble did. getting me ready to rock. <laughs> That's the only problem I have with it, really. It's not. It doesn't rock. I'm gonna just throw that out there. It just doesn't rock. I'll agree with that. That seems like a pretty big flaw. If I had to go with a freeze pop song, I would probably go with less talk, more rock. Yes, that was actually, I had, I had a rule for myself. I made this list of 10. There's actually, it happened to me a couple times. I had, I had to narrow it down. So I was only one per artist. Yeah, and I did that too. Less talk, more rock was the, the freeze pop song that got the cut, but I also really enjoy singing that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason it got the cut is because of the long stretches without singing. Like in the beginning. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Makes sense, yeah. What's really like great about there. what's really great with less talk, more rock is taking out the rock band keyboard and playing the guitar part on it. It is so satisfying. Oh yeah, it's like almost the way it was meant to be played. Even though I'm really bad at it. Well, like if you look at <laughs> the video, really he's it. playing a guitar. Yeah, I mean it's not like anybody thought he was playing a guitar, but it's not a guitar. According to harmonic, whatever. The peripheral's not a guitar. This next song doesn't have a guitar in it. It's uh, Soulless by Fake Problems. That was a good segue, too. <laughs> you told me to buy this at one point. I, I did tell you to buy it, and there's a really good reason for it. It's because it's awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. In basically every way. Every instrument is fun, and it turns out it's actually a good song, too. Yeah. It's very, very weird. And even if you know the song like by heart, there's a lot of like gang vocals. I, I should throw this out there. This is not. There's no RB3 version of this. This was before uh, Harmonies, but I, I really want whoever... I don't remember who charted this, but I really want them to redo it. Whoever had Side One Dummy. I, I, need, to, I need them to redo it with Harmonies because 
there's like a section at the end of the song where the background vocals are singing the chorus and the lead vocals are just doing little solo like, things solo-y things <laughs> yeah makes sense <laughs> so soulless by fake problems it's another rock band hey it's another rock band network song good work Look i know i had you on for a reason i didn't even do this on purpose <laughs> speaking of rock band network songs eh eh, eh? eh? that's not my ne- my next song is not oh. a rock band network song my neck <laughs> my next song is the opposite of a rock band network song speaking of songs available in rock band Speaking of songs available in a rock band that are immensely popular and you can't play online quick play without running into somebody who wants to play this song, Bat Country by Avenged Sevenfold. Ooh, yeah. It's really fun to sing because uh, it doesn't give you time to breathe. So <laughs> it's actually... A lot of fun. <laughs> I hate it's, breathing. It's, I do too. You, you start to see like the white and like red and black spots in front of your eyes and that's how you know you're having fun. That's what I'm told. Sounds like a Fratelli song. Well, it's sort of like a Fratelli song, except worse, because like when they recorded this the song, they layered the vocals so tightly on top of each other that you literally like you can't breathe, and like you get a couple seconds every once in a while between verse and chorus to to take a breath, but like the verse runs right into the chorus, so you don't. You don't have time to breathe there, and like you have, you basically during the chorus when the background vocals are saying "all alone," that's when you breathe, and no time else in the song. So it's difficult. What about it's, during it's, the guitar it is, solo? It is well, okay, the guitar solo too, but the, it's there. just it's really tough to do. But there's enough uh, like runs in it, and, and like high notes. I like I like to open up the pipes, as it were, when <laughs> I sing. I've heard that about you. I'm trying to find if there's like a euphemism there. <laughs> I'm gonna make one if there is. Like a double entendre. So you'd put this above on Holy Confession. I, on vocals, yeah. Oh. Not <laughs> on like well, maybe drums too, but not on guitar. Fair enough. Unholy Confessions is like one of my favorite songs to play on guitar. Alright. You're redeemed in my eyes. Well, the the All thing right. is with the it has scream parts in it. The, it's yeah, like it's... Holy Confessions is a bunch of scream. It's that's not always that fun. I think it's fun. It's fun in that song. Sabotage (laughs) actually barely got cut from this list. Really? By Beastie Boys? Yeah, by Beastie Boys. It's all all talkies, but it doesn't matter because you get to do the Beastie Boys. Exactly. It's an honorable mention. Sabotage. Speaking of speaking of mentioning things. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of mentioning things. Speaking of sabotaging uh, this podcast. Ruined the show. I did. I'm sorry. My song? Um, it doesn't have no, vocals, Jeff. I'm sorry. No. Speaking of speaking of mistaken and me telling him to buy songs, he's gonna he's gonna roll his eyes at this one. But uh, 500 miles to Memphis, all my friends are crazy. Doesn't surprise me. What? It's just a. I mean, it's it's another one of those just solid songs to play in a group of your friends. All my friends are crazy. Well done. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I think it sold like 140 copies, which I don't. I don't know. It, well, maybe it'll sell 141 now. It wasn't a very popular song, but that's sad to hear. Yeah, I mean that but in that like vein. I, I, and I, I do. I really do. I see them. Like, they're from like my hometown, or they're not really my hometown, but they're from where I live now. So they play here a lot, and I go see them whenever I can. 
but like, uh, since nobody cares about 500 miles to memphis except for me i might as well go on and start talking about the next song Aww. which is <laughs> which is by yet another very popular band um and this is kind of predictable for me but it's uh savior by rise against yeah and if you if you have to know why i think it's a good vocal song i have two words for you whoa whoa <laughs> jeff i hate to tell you that it's one word it's, it's just the same word twice but i think they split it up into whoa oh 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 anyway <laughs> so it's like in terms of rock band it's like eight words i think totally doesn't count ah <laughs> uh, but still really really good song because of like sort of like it's it gives you time to breathe more than bat country does but it keeps you busy like almost the entire time mm-hmm. and, and it's off the album you hate this is off the album i don't even think is very good i i yeah <laughs> I'm, i'll say yeah i'll say it i don't think the album's very yeah. good but this song is awesome <laughs> I bet Rise Against is like listening to this podcast right now, like, oh, that oh, single word infidel. <laughs> we were going to ask him to be on tour, but f- that guy. Yeah. Like, you, you can't count that as two words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord. So, Savior by Rise Against. Uh, mm-hmm. And speaking of songs that start with S and are six letters long. Can I guess this one? Yeah. Um, crap. <laughs> You're supposed to have a guest prepared yeah, when you say I something. Thought you were, like, I, thought no, you... I have the song. I have. I could. I could. I'll give you a hint. It's another song I really wish had harmonies. I know. I, I like. I think I know what it is. I just can't remember the name. The only thing. Song. The only thing is... I can think of is Schism by Tool, and no, I know no. that's probably not it. It's, it's almost sorrow. a sin that this sorrow. Exactly, sorrow Ooh. by Bad Religion. I know. Oh my god! One of it my is... all-time favorite songs. Come on, sound defense. Not nailing the Bad Religion song. <laughs> I, I haven't played it in a while because I haven't played rock band in a while. I cheated because I've heard him talk about Sorrow before. I mean, uh, this it's I knew it almost would be on this a, list someplace. It is almost a crime that this doesn't have harmonies. <laughs> oh God, you're telling me. But it doesn't matter because everyone that I play with knows this song, and so everybody sings the harmonies for me. That's pretty fun. So oh, that's really convenient. Yeah, and basically, even if like the crowd that you're playing with doesn't know the song, they will know the parts they're supposed to sing by the time the song's over, and that's what <laughs> makes this amazing. Definitely, uh, that's what makes it amazing is because it's just it's a big, happy group sing song. It's not challenging. It's it's not you know a super difficult song to sing. It's not tangled up in blue. It's not tangled up in blue. It but it's like it's, it's an- good. it makes you feel amazing. It's anthemic, and it is just it's a feel good mm. song, and it's good to sing in parties where people are going to be backing you up with sorrow. You know, yes. in the background. No, I, I need to. One of these days, I'm going to send an email to Epitaph Records and say we need some of your music. Ah, uh, no kidding, right? I mean, why wouldn't we want more? Bring me the horizon. Wait, what? Cricket, crickets. Uh, crickets. I, I can make a list a mile long of Epitaph songs that we need. I was joking about Bring Me the Horizon, by the way. I know. Okay. You should I look up um, in the last I mean, I'm talking like, I'm talking like uh, <laughs> old school no effects and, and Pennywise, and yeah. But Jeff, we can't put old school music on the network because we need to put new bands. Well, whatever. Speaking of new bands... My final song, yes. my number, my number one song. Speaking of new bands, 
the Beatles. My, my, my number one song <laughs> to sing on vocals um, is Pearl Jam's Jeremy. Nice. Oh, good call. I, I was wondering if you were going to bring up a Pearl Jam song because they also have new those band, retro right? harmonies. Oh, yeah, they do have the retro harmonies, which makes this awesome because... Uh, did Jeremy get retro harmonies? Yeah, yeah, all the Pearl, all the Pearl Jam, Jam songs, songs did. And all the Green I Day songs. there was only a few of them. That's awesome. It was basically between this one and Black, um, but I, I remembered... I was actually playing through these as I was making these lists, and I remembered all the crazy whoa stuff at the end of Black that just makes me mad because it's not actually audible in the mix in the actual song. That sucks. So oh. it's like impossible to nail because you have no idea what you're trying to say because it's basically Eddie Vedder grunting into a microphone. Which is not that different from most of... <laughs> yeah. From right. the end of most Pearl Jam songs. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Jeremy is awesome. Um, if you, you know... It's not like I'm pro school shooting. Which <laughs> is a reference to the music video. I yeah. actually guess I'll reference the song. It's, it's a reference to the actual song. You know, speaking in class today. It's a yeah, metaphor. It's a metaphor for shooting the class. <laughs> well, he actually, well, he, does, mean, he doesn't. Sh- the, the video, the edited version of the video makes it look like he shoots the class. He actually shoots himself. Right. Well, still. The point is. Uh, it's a really good song to sing. Yes, uh, for, it is. for the purposes of the verses are not repetitive and it's easy to get into, you know, singing it, mm-hmm. getting the psycho head shake back and forth when you have to do the who, 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 who's. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, the thing I like about Jeremy is that it has one of those warbling outros that happen in a bunch of songs, but it's yeah. still fun to sing that part. It's fun to sing and it's actually audible in the mix. So you know what you're supposed to sing. Mm-hmm. So it's a good I mean, mix heard, of difficulty and funness. Yeah, if you heard if you've heard the song like once, you pretty much know how it goes, and ah, it's just it's just so good with the whole try to forget this, try to erase this from the blackboard part. That just sells it. That's really book cool. them, Dano. Uh, book them, Dano. I have an embarrassing confession to make. Is that for? I've never listened to the song before. No, no, I've, <laughs> I've heard it so many times. But actually, there was a period of maybe one or two years where I thought it was an audio slave song. That's what? Funny. How do you think <laughs> Jeremy is funny. audio? This <laughs> because for one for one thing, or for the only thing I guess is that uh, Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder actually sound pretty similar coming through a car radio. Well, there's also they did they That's had that thing where Chris Cornell and, and Eddie Vedder were in that same band for a little bit. Temple Wait, of the Dog. They were. Yeah, yeah Temple terrifying. of the Dog. They had that song called Hunger Strike. Nope. That's interesting. Going hungry. Going hungry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I'll give I, you a guess as to who sings what part of that. <laughs> I'm going to assume I, the low parts are Eddie Vedder. <laughs> I, I, I like that song because for a while I, I could think to myself, well, Audio Slave has at least one good song. Hey, Coach Ice <laughs> is awesome. No, I actually uh, like Revelations a bunch, which I discovered later. But I, I just about rattled off three good Audio Slave songs, and then I realized they were actually Velvet Revolver songs. Good work. You see? Good work. I, I got those bands confused for a while, too. <laughs> well, Stone Temple Pilots and Soundgarden, and then yeah. X bands being the backing bands for respective singers. It's easy to keep. Yeah. I still think Audio Slave got the better bands members, though. Even if Slash was in Velvet Revolver. Yeah. yeah. I, I Took it out of a Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Good times. When will they make a new album? Tomorrow.
This week we have two songs by our guests, and one song from us because we're lazy and we don't do songs anymore, apparently. <laughs> That's going to make it in because I don't really care. We, um, we are eternally ashamed. <laughs> yes. We have failed you for the last time. Um, Jeff, what's the first song you got for us this week? Uh, this is an oldie. It's Right to the Apex by Single White Infidel. That was Right to the Apex by Single White Infidel. I've heard of that band before, someplace. They're okay. Yeah, somewhere. I heard their singer's hot. <laughs> That's not what I heard. Oh, yeah. How about that song, guys? <laughs> how about that song? So the first song from Rhythm Authors this week is... No. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, uh, like a lot of the Single White Infidel song stuff. Song stuff? Stuff oh. songs. <laughs> it's good punk. <laughs> it is. Well, thank you. Yeah. That part, was... bass part, pretty straightforward for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's supposed to be like a straightforward, just like rock song, angry rock song. Yeah, but not like out of control angry. Right. It's not <laughs> That's like what punk rock's all about. It's not like thrash metal. Yeah. Punk. It's just. It's very um, confrontational. I guess you want to. Yeah. Call it. I think the drums are relatively tame for most of the punk stuff that you do, I think. Yeah, because they're slower, but Yeah. Um the that the drum part in the middle, like during the solo, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very, really very fun, fun to play. Unfortunately the uh drums only have normal drums. There's no pro drums. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, yeah that's a bugger. That's a regret a right there. So I'm looking that forward is... to that Rock Band three version. Well, you know, maybe I'll add harmonies and make it worth it. I don't know. <laughs> Add some keys. Add some keys. Get a little like funky organ going. Yeah, he's retconning his songs. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. I, oh, let me let me discuss it with my bandmates, guys. I don't know. <laughs> well, I asked my I asked my bassist, and he was like, <laughs> "I don't really know, guys." That was the best bass part I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was hard. Lay off the bass part. <laughs> it has fills and it has fills in the end and it's it's fun to play and jeff's the upset because I, I was making fun of his bass part for being tame for his standards it is and i agree with him but the guitar part is makes up for it it, it makes up for it it's something that i don't well at the time i didn't usually have that's gonna change really quickly but uh <laughs> yeah um it was it was kind of just meant to be a 4-4 punk rock song in the style of like dead mm-hmm. kennedys and oh yeah a bunch of really fun instruments without anything being like so crazy that you'd be like blah i'm gonna fail this I it think. is five devils on vocals by the way interesting uh is that just because of your own hubris <laughs> no it's actually it wasn't five devils at first and somebody was like this is really hard on vocals <laughs> so you're like five devils hard and he was like sure <laughs> well i had it at five dots um oh, basically right. because i do this thing where i i it sounds like I'm just trailing off, but I go to the same note every single time, mm-hmm. and it's on purpose. And uh, trailing at the end of phrases where it, you know, counts for more, kind of yeah, makes this true. tough to kind of makes it tough to uh, to sing. And you, it's, it's, sir, are mean. <laughs> well, you know, 
it's my, I'm just charting it the way it's supposed to be. It's my style, bro. Why you cramp my style? <laughs> so you I guess go, yeah, a surprisingly difficult uh vocal song then. Yeah, it's it's vocal and like nobody yelled at me. This is like one of the more popular single white infidel songs. So nobody yelled Sitting. at me for overtearing the vocals. In fact, I got somebody who was like, "This is actually really really tough on vocals." After it got released, so nice. Cool. There you, there you go. No one asked why this was part of any compilations. <laughs> <laughs> no. No one sent you any death threats about this one. <laughs> no. No one. No one sent me any death threats. I don't think. Um, I don't even think vocal. It's not like I five double vocals because, like, man, if I put five doubles on the vocals, it's going to sell so many more copies because that's what people care about on vocals. Yeah. It's five doubles. True. <laughs> to be fair, that's not very common. Five doubles on vocals. Yeah. On well, the Rock Band 3 disc, like, every other song is five doubles on vocals. Yeah, but that's on disc. In terms yeah, of DLC, that's very rare. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's weird, because you got, like, the Fratelli's ones, and it's, I, I put this in sort of the same, same vein as the Fratelli's, where there's a lot of, like... So you're saying that you're as good of a singer no. as the Fratelli's. I'm saying the reason that it's difficult <laughs> is about the same reason that, it's, that the Fratelli's songs are difficult. There's a lot of pitches that you wouldn't expect from the chord progressions and you can't vocals. breathe and there's there is uh there are long stretches of no breaths so yeah makes sense even, even sometimes i screw up and i'm like oops forgot to breathe running <laughs> out of breath so yeah look look for that track it's a good punk song fun on everything difficult on vocals sound defense what's the only song we have this week for rhythm authors our first song and Coincidentally, our last song is uh, by a group called Genium. This is Remember. a song by either Genium or Genium. This is entitled Remember. Uh, Mr. Jebster? Webster? What are you? <laughs> Webster? Mr. Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> I ha- uh, yeah. You can call me whatever. I don't care. Wef. What do you think? Sure. <laughs> um, the one thing that actually kept occurring to me was that it sounded like, like 90s grunge meets 2000s indie. You, like, you said grunge several times. Yeah, it just seemed for some reason like the bass and the drums and the vocals reminded me of grunge, but the guitar did not. I think the the vocals remind me of indie more than grunge, but I do agree that the yeah. the, the drums and the uh, the bass definitely feel grungy. Yeah, they do. They're certainly well, more complicated than the rest of the instrumentation. Would yeah, leave, the uh, guitar the guitar um, likes uh, that that riff during the verse. It just yeah, yeah. Well, it's a pretty all right riff. It is. It really is. To be fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the drums are pretty fun, I think. In this, don't you think? Oh, Probably yeah. They're, they're kind of all over the place. A lot of those fills are solid. Yeah, solid yeah. good fills. Surprisingly sophisticated on the drums, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely, you know, keeps it keeps it busy. Doesn't... Def- busy. Busy is, again, got the, the ghost snares in there, too, which are always fun. Well, not always, but yeah. <laughs> Usually. In the slower songs, they're always fun. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Ghost snares in the death metal songs are just unfair. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, an argument for another day. But yeah. <laughs> um definitely I think drums is interesting. I think bass is more interesting than uh you might be led to believe based on the first well, listening it, of it. It is definitely five button spanning bass. It's not yeah. It's not like you're going to be playing reds for a while and then you're going to jump up to yellow for a while and then you're playing blue for a while. It it's definitely me. you're playing green and then you're playing orange and you find yourself playing red and you're playing mm-hmm. green again and then you're playing orange. It's 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 a very neck using bass chart. Yeah. Nice. And I think that the uh, I think the guitar work is is kind of similar to Apex in that it's not super hard but it is difficult enough to be interesting. I think. Yes, like especially with that aforementioned riff, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Sound you want to talk about vocals? Yeah, I, I did the vocals for this song, and most mostly they're pretty okay. They're not straightforward at all. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is Genium. Nothing, nothing they do is straightforward. On yeah, vocals. well, there's no harmonies. Which, that's pretty straightforward. What? This, this is a no harmony song. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, there's there's only the one melody line, and adding a second person to sing through essentially the entire song would probably not add that much. So this is a no harmony song. Interesting. But uh, one thing that uh, he, he's not really on like right spot on all that much. I don't know. That made Which no is sense. typical for Jenny. M. they've done that, you know, his, yeah, the, his singing is very much all over the place. Yeah. The pitches like he'll bring a song. No, I can't talk right now. He'll, he'll be singing like, a particular word, and he'll dip down and end at some, you know, fairly random place in there. And it's, yeah, it's just not very fixed vocals. It's not right. Uh, my jazz teacher would call it outside vocals, basically, which is where he's, like, not singing strict, strictly in terms of the key of the song, and he'll hit some other random notes in between just because. Do you want to talk about resulting in endless jewels? Yeah. There's 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 a lyric in this song that for the life of me I couldn't figure out what they were saying, and I asked other people around, say, do you know what this is? These people are saying. They said no. So uh, I ended up just going with my best guess, and I guess my best guess was better than anyone else's because it's now in the store like that. Hooray! Hey. <laughs> anyway, since we have one track left, Mister Jeff. We're just going to call you all sorts of different answers. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Jerk. <laughs> what, is the, what is your second and final song for us this week? Uh, this song is Paper by Blue Fusion featuring Single White Infidel. That was Paper by Blue Fusion featuring Single White Infidel. Why are we talking about a Blue Fusion song, Jeff, as if people couldn't already guess? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a Blue Fusion song because it features me on vocals. Hooray, not on bass. <clears throat> not on bass, no. Um, Shocking. Yeah, Trav actually played the bass on this one. Aww. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I, He already had the song you know, done out. He was like, man, we have lyrics, but we don't have a singer. I was like, I'll sing them. And then you did. And that's the way it was. <laughs> Think it came out pretty all right? 
Yeah, actually, um, it, it came out. It, I sang it a lot differently than I sing the single white infidel stuff. First off, it's mostly screaming, so yeah. there's that. Um, and there's some good distortion on your voice too. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, actually, it was funny. We, we were discussing how bad it sounded without the distortion. Like, <laughs> we were like, I was like, maybe you could just like distort it a little, and then he did it, and we listened, and it was amazing. So we yeah. we were like, yeah, we need yeah. to keep that there. Yeah. Well, I think I mean, vocals in this song turned out quite well. I'm pleased. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just need a little bit of effects. I mean, it's like taking a chorus out of a. You know, a chorus effect out of a, a chorus. Sometimes right. you're just like, "Wow, this feels really empty now." Yeah, I mean, it, it's basically the effect he used was a megaphone effect. Yes, makes sense. Which works because it's shouting, and you know, you usually shout into a megaphone, right? So, which is there kinda, you go. Kind of counterintuitive. You don't really need to. Yeah, but people like feel the need to be loud, and they just. They're using a megaphone. Uh, usually the, the volume that comes out of the megaphone is pretty constant whether you're screaming or not, but mm -hmm. whatever. The point is that <laughs> the, the, uh, the megaphone vocals actually enhance the song greatly, in my opinion. Like, I've heard it, I heard it in, the, in the workings of the song, I heard it without, we actually recorded three different versions of the vocals of the song. One was all singing, hmm. uh, one was all screaming. And then the one that is actually in the final version of the song was a hybrid between uh, screaming and singing with the screamed verses and the sung choruses. It's like mm -hmm. Strawberry Fields. Wait, what? Wait, uh, Strawberry Fields had like a screaming had megaphone well, effects. Well, no, but they had basically one uh, version that was much more light and lilty, and another version that was much more bombastic, and they ended up mixing the two together for the final product. I see. So I did not know that. <laughs> There's something new every day. What's uh, what about the other instrumentation? How about those drums? drums? <laughs> yeah. How about them drums? I haven't played it. I might play it and then think it's incredibly difficult. But do do you have a right leg? Maybe you won't after you play this song. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you did there. Interesting. Yeah, it's, that, that's like it's... some Dragon Force speed stuff, and I could not keep that up for very long. Yeah. It's it does look fast. Really it is fast. It is so fast. It's playable by really good players. I'm not a really good player, so uh -huh. I got like seventy. I think seventy-seven percent is my best. That's admirable <laughs> for someone who doesn't uh, call himself a good player, though. Though, um, I, I it's worth noting that uh, <laughs> my drum score on "Through the Fire and Flames" is like eighty-three percent. Interesting. Well, so. <laughs> To the Fire Flame is also longer. It's also longer, and it has that very, very playable part in the middle. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's some easy stuff there. Mm -hmm. Relatively so, any. The 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 yeah the yeah. whole thing in paper is just kick 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 Perhaps. They are they are easier than the verses, um, but you're still like you're coming out of the kick heavy chorus or the kick heavy verse, and then you're going into an even more kick heavy chorus that is just but, you know a more playable version. If if, yeah, it was, if like the whole song was like the chorus, it'd be different. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's I don't know going after like the verses for anyone who hadn't guessed listening. They're like you know they've got those really fast double kicks thrown in there like through the fire and flames does, but. The, the chorus, not so much. Every once in a while, but like the shift, it's like a shift in the leg muscles that you end up using, and so in in that sense, it's a bit of a reprieve. 
and right. it, it, it makes it easier for you to go back to the double kicks until you die again. <laughs> what about guitar? Blue Fusion's Trill. known for their... <laughs> Trills. Trills, that's all you have Trills. to say about guitar. The trills at the end, I just, it's not possible. It's not possible? It reminds me of the crazy train trills. Satch trills. I don't yeah. think it's as fast as Satch Boogie, though. Sit, I, mean, uh, I, was, I don't know, it sort of reminded me of surfing with the alien a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, uh, for most of it, the guitar is just like a typical punk guitar part, and then you hit mm -hmm. the chorus where you just have hopos flying all over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a blue fusion solo. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if, if people know what if people know blue fusion songs, they know what they're getting when they get to the blue fusion solo. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, very trill heavy. Between just the type of the tapping that he does and the like legitimate trilling that he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, pretty cool bass thing at the very end too. Yes, got a little oh, yeah. little bass riffage. Sounds like every instrument in this song has something to offer. It really does. I, I mean, yeah. If you like screaming, I guess. <laughs> I don't mind screaming if it lets me get to the singing parts. The singing parts are actually kind of epic. Well, like when them. you when you yeah, contrast I'm them with fan. the screaming, like the, I didn't I didn't write the vocal melody. That was I the, basically I just, I just, I changed a couple of the lyrics and, um, I sung it and that's basically like, I didn't come up with the vocal melody or anything like that. So there you go. It's another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you'd like to, to know more about Rhythm Authors, you can go to RhythmAuthors.com or follow us on Twitter at, at @RhythmAuthors. If you like the podcast, you should subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a comment, or review us there. That's where I like most of our subscriber base to come from. And if you want to know more about the Rock Band Network, you can go to RockBandNetwork.com or Creators.RockBand.com. Uh, as for me, if you've just had a stroke and are suddenly interested in anything I do, you can go to... <laughs> Check out my uh, YouTube videos at Sound Defense RB. You can uh, check out my Twitter musings at, at the Sound Defense. You can also see my various writings at crack.com and nintendogal.com. And I am Jeff Webster, aka Single Wide Infidel. You can find me on Facebook at Single Wide Infidel, Twitter at Wef Jebster. Uh, you can find me on Bandcamp at singlewhiteinfidel.bandcamp.com. And as always, AOL keyword, single white infidel. I forgot about that one. I forgot AOL had keywords. <laughs> From the last episode that we had you on. That was awesome. I forgot AOL was a thing. Yeah. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on YouTube at mistaken or mistaken sh. You can follow me on Twitter at, at mistaken. You can read all of my writings at the PMS clan website or gamezone.com. And if you want to listen to my original music, you can go to mistaken.bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. Mr. Jeff, thank you yep. again for joining us for an episode of the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me again. The check is in the mail.
before we get to the stinger for this episode, I wanted to thank Jeff again for coming on the podcast for a second time. And since we didn't do it in the outros, I figured I would tell you that the song you've been listening to throughout the breaks has been Circuits Ablaze by Single White Infidel, which you can pick up at singlewhiteinfidel.bandcamp.com. And now back to your regularly scheduled stingers. That's like saying I found a tasty piece of licorice. It's not anything unusual. Licorice sucks, though. Licorice is... Fuck you, Rick. Licorice is delicious. <laughs> like I found the stinger for this episode. <laughs> How it would look if Nine Inch Nails was... Like, Closer was covered on a kid's bob album. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. I want to hug That's you like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I don't know anything about the lawsuit, so... What was that? <laughs> that was my uh, new phone. Okay. I'm glad that um, your new phone talks about as much as your old phone does. Alright, three, two, one. Oh, my clap was a pussy clap. <laughs> we Pussy clap is the name of my white zombie cover band. <laughs> That's going into this thing. <laughs>